Welcome to Design by Us, the show where we discuss how humans design the world. My name is Ravi, and with me as always is... Whoa, who is this? What do you mean, who is this? Ravi's back. Back from where? Wow, wow, I haven't <laughs> seen you in a very long time. You're finally yeah, was... back. Ravi, Ravi, do you mind moving your face to the side so I can see your face through the camera? Yeah, thanks. There we go. Thanks. Wow, how are you, Ravi? I'm good. I'm good. Um, yeah. I've actually got a question for you. All right. Question. Do you think that our society's fixation on Elon Musk and other billionaires is damaging to what it means to be a human? All right. So we're starting with the with the life-threatening questions. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, I agree. I, I would say so. You'd say what? Go on. That question uh, was, didn't have that... a point of view in it. It was meant to be deliberately neutral. No, you said, do you, do you think? And I said yes. Okay. All right. So what, go but anyway, why, why, why do you think that? Why do you think that? Why is it, it, Elon Musk in your in your eyes damaging to 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 um, the, the human condition? Let's say it like that. Um, I think he's he's a don't get me wrong. I think he's smart. He's uh, he put a lot of effort in, into what he has built. I think he he has a lot of merit for what what he has done. He works hard, but I don't think he's been he's the greatest role model that people should be looking for mm -hmm. or looking up to. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I think uh, a lot of his behavior is very childish and it's more like whatever I, I do, whatever I want. And I don't think we should grow up and aspire to be him. And always, yeah. Nice. nice. Anyway, why are you asking this? Oh, it's just something that's on my mind. I just wanted to know. I wanted to know. Yeah, I just wanted to know. Okay. Yeah. Something that's on okay. my mind. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, listen, um, today we've got something a little bit different. Um, or actually exactly the same, depending on your point of view. Because we're going to be talking about a topic that I know absolutely nothing about, um, <laughs> which might just be like part every other episode. Yeah, yeah, might be part of the course. Just like every other episode. <laughs> However, that won't stop me from. I'm joking. Um, look, basically, um, you you made a very interesting acquisition recently uh, in the world of health tech, <laughs> and unfortunately, you didn't buy a company, but you bought a um, a product from a company called Whoop. And um, what I wanted to do was, you know, we we're, we're we're on the record as being maybe uh, Apple fanboys or whatever else it may be. But what I wanted to do today on this show, Luigi, is, is ask you about your experience with Whoop, um, yeah. the fitness band company, the fitness company, the data company, the health company, I don't know, we'll, 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 uh, we'll discuss that in a second. Uh, because recently you bought their newest product, the Whoop 4.0, is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. All right, fantastic. Well, look, I'm surprised you gave a Whoop. Oh, you see that one? Oh, you didn't expect that one coming from me, huh? No, no, exactly. Yeah, that's no. a bad joke. Bad joke. Oh no, I expected okay. a bad joke, but yeah, yeah, actually, so All I right. did expect that one from you, actually. All right. Um, but All look, right. let's get into it. That's the name of my you... blog post, by the way. What? Who gives who a whoop? Who gives a whoop? All right, fantastic. And actually, what I do have here, <laughs> um, is a little sneak peek into what that blog post might look like. Um, All right. And uh, I'll be using that, Luigi, to to ask you a few questions. I've hacked into your computer, uh, whilst you're out this morning, uh, this afternoon, doing things. Yeah, so uh, we will okay. <laughs> we will we will talk about that um, in a second. So look, first off, okay, let's talk about the product, right? What is, okay. what did you buy? So uh, the Whoop is basically a fitness tracker. Mm -hmm. um, it's a band that you put anywhere, mostly in your wrist, but you can put it anywhere in your body. We will go into that later. <laughs> um, but it's basically a subscription service. Um, that you pay for the the band actually is free or that's how they advertise it and then you just pay for the subscription subscription which is the app 
mm-hmm. um, and you get a lot of health metrics and, and you learn about how you can recover, how you can sleep, how can you put the maximum or the right amount of strain in, in your body depending on the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the company behind this fitness tracker is called Whoop and their main product is the Whoop 4.0. Um, Whoop which is what you as bought, a company. Right? Yeah, which is what I bought. Yeah, it's the only yeah. one they have. They have the Whoop 3.0, but they don't really sell it anymore. Mm-hmm. But the this the Whoop the company, their their aim and their mission is to unlock human performance, uh, which is a very broad and vague vision or mission. But what is what is really interesting is that they they are valued. They are Boston-based companies. They are valued at 1.2 billion uh, back in 2020. And there are two really interesting people like LeBron James and Michael Phelps that were one of the very first ones that decided to use Whoop at the, during their career. And during the actually during the 2016 Olympics, Michael Phelps was using one of those. And he's been like very uh, vocal about how he uses data to, to improve his performance and how to push his body to the very best and, and optimize his recovery and so on. Do you, do, you, do you know how to find out if somebody's wearing a Whoop? Uh, use Google it. No, don't worry. They'll tell you about it. <laughs> I feel like this is a product that has got loads and like people who use it are really into it. And actually talking about top athletes, I've even seen like Rory McIlroy, for example, the golfer, yeah. use it. Since you yeah. started talking about it about a month ago, I've just been one of those things that you've noticed people like wearing it down the street. And actually, I met one other person mm-hmm. in addition to you. And this is interesting because I think we'll do a little bit of a comparison later, um, who, who also wears, just like you, a Whoop and an Apple Watch. Um, yeah, and insane. I was like, this, 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 this person who I was speaking to was actually a, um, a PE teacher um, in in the leadership role. I said, I know one other person does what you do. I was like, really? Oh my word! There's more. <laughs> like, and I was like, yeah. Um, you know, I've been but- telling Ludovic uh, for a while that I think the perfect date for me would be someone that comes to me and tells me, "Oh my God, you have an Apple Watch, an Apple Watch, and a Whoop." That's mm. insane. So, yeah. yeah. That's like that my, my soulmate, you know. Yeah, how's it's that going? Really well. Haven't found yeah. any. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's right. It's right out there. I All right, cool. Well, look on on a hardware level. What it, what is Whoop four point then? What what does it um what's it able to track as thing. a fitness That's tracker? My, what's, what can it as a fitness track? tracker is like any other. Like the sensor measures the exact same things. Um, like what the actual value is how they process. What does um, it What does it actually measure on a hardware on a hardware perspective? It, it's just a sensor that basically bounces light to your skin, and then you measure different types of uses that data that, that is coming back depending on 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 how the light is bouncing back, similar to mm-hmm. the Apple Watch. Um, uses that data to calculate a few things, and the core the the Whoop, in terms of of software, uh, focuses on five main things, which is respiratory rate, blood oxy- oxygen resting heart rate, heart rate variability, or HRV, and skin temperature. So it gathers okay. those those things from from the really minor se- sensors it has. And uh, yeah, basically the whole goal of, of WHOOP is tell you um, your recovery, your str- your strain, and your sleep. So that's like the holy trinity that they focus Okay, so like, so that's the same reason why my Apple Watch sometimes like has like green lights at the bottom of it. Because that's, it's, it's yeah, bouncing... Uh, light into my wrist and measuring what comes back pretty much yeah cool i mean i feel like uh, you know my apple watch as well and i'm going to talk about this a lot just as a point of comparison it's also got accelerometers in it to, to measure movement and that kind of stuff right yeah. and yeah yeah okay that makes sense and i assume it's the exactly the, same the whoop has the same thing has a few accelerometers uh, just yeah. to measure your activity and and mm-hmm. compare that with your heart rate and so on mm-hmm. but the core things are uh, so the main goal of the whoop is to 
measure actually cardiovascular strain and that's like their core their core what, what is that what is that value mean? proposition what is cardiovascular strain is basically how much stress you put on your heart and your cardiovascular system um so it's like how okay, much i'm gonna sound really stum him what does cardiovascular mean it's like the the heart yeah thanks ravi uh you're, you're so good at that taking the best out of me i think that's why we do a, a really nice show actually yeah but what does it mean you still haven't answered my question <laughs> <laughs> um, basically the cardiovascular is 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 how the heart works and uh pumps blood around the body pretty much okay all right okay so hold on if before we before if, before we go into what it does with that information it collects um what does it look yeah. like and what's the form of the it's product very, it's very I, we can jump into that a bit later into the details but it's very very simple it's a a, a cloth strap that you get with a very small sensor it doesn't have a screen it, mm-hmm. you can't it doesn't tell you the time so if you're thinking that you're gonna get the time from this nope uh, it's not a watch and i actually think they do that to to position themselves in a different to differentiate themselves from apple and the so that's interesting so you think you think that like having a screen even if it just told the time or like some very limited data like some of the early fitbits would yeah, be exactly. beneficial because but they once, choose not once you to have do a that. screen yeah. once you have a screen if you don't allow the user to pay with their watch if you don't allow the user to to see the time, put an alarm, uh, see notifications, connect with the with the watch, do some basic things. If you don't allow the user to do all of that, automatically you're gonna sync with the Apple Watch. Oh, I could do all of this with the Apple Watch, and it's like it just devalues the product, in my opinion. So I That's think they genius. have deliberately doing yeah they have been doing that on purpose, and they just say we focus on your fitness and health, and we do it much better than anyone else. Interesting. On on, on the website, I saw that the kind of strap and the and the sensor part. Um, are they're, they're, they're not like joined together. Obviously, you can put, put the sensor in the strap and wear the strap. Yeah. But you, they've also got other areas where you can put the strap, right? Sorry, where you can put the yeah. sensor. Yeah, we can go into this a bit later. I have this in, in this idea of the, the ecosystem that they're trying to develop, which mm-hmm. is basically the whole idea is that not everyone likes to wear a strap every day or, or all the time. So the idea that you can just put it somewhere in your shirt, in a, maybe a bicep strap, in your or- underwears, uh, when you're gonna run, if in you your underwear, yeah, yeah, they have specific sport underwear that you can just put the the device in it. What would happen if you just duct it, duct taped it to your body? Uh, we can try. If you want to borrow it, Which let is, me know. No, because think about it. Like, here's a question for you. Maybe, maybe you know as a user, but like, with the um, how can I say? What I feel like the Apple Watch, for example, knows it's always going to be on your on your wrist, right? So when it's mm-hmm. like doing its maths and its algorithms and X, Y, Z to determine any kind of key stats about you and things like that, like say, for example, movement or like steps, that's really, that's really straightforward. Like the, the, yeah. the input that the accelerometer would get on the actual device would be different depending on whether it's on your wrist or in your ankle or in your pants, apparently. <laughs> so like, do you, do you, have you seen any kind of difference in the, in the data depending on where that sensor is or... Like, no, I haven't worried anywhere else, but I do think that they, they already account for that because whenever they, you, you register an activity or the watch or this, the, the tracker reg- registers an activity by itself, it asks you, where did you wear your watch? Or, mm-hmm. Sorry, where did you wear your whoop? Um, mm-hmm. And it tells you the bicep, um, and, uh, and the bi- I think it's the bicep, the, the tie, um, different places. Um, and you can cool if you can it. wear it in your head, like a headband. Like I don't think forehead. you can yet. Uh, I don't think can you, you can. can you use it while swimming? Yeah, yeah, it's waterproof. Um, the battery is also waterproof. We'll talk about that in a bit, but the battery is insane. I think. What, wait, what's the battery life, Luigi? Oh, battery life—that's insane. 
much better value proposition than Apple Watch, in my opinion. Five Don't days. Tell me. Four to five days, more or less. Five days. How do you yeah. know it needs a charge if it hasn't got a screen? Does it send a notification to your phone or something? That's actually one of the things I criticize. Um, no, it doesn't tell you a notification. You can look at it on your phone. Mm-hmm. The only thing that it has is that if you double tap, mm-hmm. as you can see here, an mm-hmm. LED turns on the side mm-hmm. and it basically has three color states. Mm-hmm. It has a red, yellow, and green. And mm-hmm. basically, depending on when that where that is, you, you kind of guess if you need to charge or not. So if and it's how do you red, charge it? You know is it wireless charge. charging? No, that's, it's, it's really, really interesting. So basically, they have invented... The whole problem with Apple Watches, for example, and Apple solved this by adding a super fast charging that you just put it for like for like 30 minutes and you just charge the, the Apple Watch Series 7 um, to like 80%. But what they did is... The whole problem is if you want to get accurate data and you don't want to take out your device every couple of days um, for two hours and you don't want to miss that window, what mm-hmm. they did is they invented this little battery pack that you sl- slide into the, the whoop, into the top of the whoop, and you can just charge it without having to remove it. So you have the band, and then you just slide the battery pack on so top. So it's like a charging case? Pretty much, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, that's really cool. It's really, really interesting because it also you can charge it for like two hours. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it gives you five days of battery afterwards. Have and you, the battery worn, pack is also waterproof. Have you worn the charging thing? Oh, it is. Interesting. Yeah. Because okay. that was my next question. Have, have you worn yeah. the battery charging thing? Excuse me. Have you worn the battery charging thing while exercising? Uh, yes, actually. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I have a few okay. times. That's interesting. So literally, you never have to remove it to your body. Remove, remove you never have to body. remove it. Do you clean yeah. it? Yeah, I do from time to time. It's quite annoying. I think that's one of the things they should improve. Um, because the, the cloth, the band, pretty much, that straps around your wrist, um, it tends to grab a lot of, like, dirt, pretty much. Dirt from sweats, uh, when you work out, all the, the, the dead cells and all of that you, you, you remove from your body. Um, yeah, yeah if, you're, if you're having rabbit's face, like, it's normal. Everyone sweats in the world. Um, <laughs> if you're having rabbit's face. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can see people thinking, "Oh my god, that's disgusting! That's so gross!" It's not that gross. It's it's just it's a pretty, little it's bit pretty, of it's pretty bloody yeah. gross. Anyway, but you can also but like, hold on. You, oh, side 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 note, side note. Question yeah. with regards to the Apple Watch, right? I've, yeah. I'm on my uh, fir- my first Apple Watch in a long time. With my old Apple Watch, I used to shower with the Apple Watch on to clean the Apple Watch. <laughs> All right. What do you do? <laughs> that's the silliest thing I've heard, man. Because I don't do it with the new one now because I, I just feel bad about like putting it in all that hot water. I just can't imagine how that would be good for it. Oh, my God. No, I don't, I don't, I don't shower with my whoop. Um, oh, I don't want cl- to have my... You clean it separately? Yeah, yeah I clean it separately. Just but what about those it. vital calories you burn in the shower? No, man, come on. <laughs> I don't want to have all this wet strap around me for like the next few hours. All right. What's the strap that, made that's of? That's one of the problems, I think. It's like some microfiber. Okay, uh, they, cool. They, it's that they overpriced pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think I don't think it's as good. That's actually something that I I think they could improve. When you pay so much money for something like that, mm-hmm. I think the strap could be made of some better material. All right. So hold on. So you you buy the thing, right? So presumably you select whether you want it to be in your pants, in your bicep, uh, or in no, a strap. No. So you buy the wrist. thing. You you buy yeah. it by default. You just get a strap and a sensor. Right. And okay. the battery pack. Right, and do you have um, to pay up front anything, or you said it's so? You script, pay. They have different plans, and you pay monthly or mm-hmm. yearly. Of course, if you pay yearly or by two years, you get a, a much cheaper price per month. What What happens to it when you cancel your subscription? Do you have to send it back? 
No, you keep it. You just don't get the data from your, you get pretty much locked out from the app. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So, so hold on. So back up here a little bit. What happens if I, for some reason, just really want the hardware and I do a one month subscription and they cancel it immediately? Do we demand that hardware back? Because presumably by then they haven't got any ROI from me then. No, the, the, the hardware is yours. Even after a month, they don't lock you in. It's like a minimum of six months or something. No, but why, why would you want the hardware? I don't know. Like maybe you just want to like crack it open and like use it for like a different project or something. I know. Like, I mean, yes, I you could do that. But I think that the amount of people that would do that are very minimal. Yeah, no, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, yeah. cool. Cool, cool. And yeah. do the wristbands come in different yeah. colors just out of interest? No, it's only black. And that's actually something confusing of the buying experience. Oh yeah. Um, in the yes, it's because I feel when I'm when I when I was purchasing, you have the option to select your own bands, mm-hmm. and I don't know if they're trying to trick you or to to deceive you to to change the color. But at the or moment, upsell you. Yeah, they're trying to upsell you, but it's kind of like a cheeky upsell because they don't really tell you, hey, this is gonna cost you extra. Is once you get to the card, you see that you have you're paying extra for a band, and you're like, what the f- this. So then you go back and then you like... It feels like, okay, so from a hardware point of view, it's not very differentiated apart from the features that it removes. I'm feeling that from a software point of view is where the differentiation might be. Because you've had the opportunity. You've had the opportunity every month. Are you paying monthly or did you go to annual? No, annual. You went straight for the annual? Yeah. Sugar. Okay. Because basically like, it's a very easy product to get in and out of, right? Because if you buy like an Apple Watch or any kind of other like apple hardware you buy it it's yours you've made your investment but with if you're paying on a subscription whether that's annual annually or, or monthly then you've got the opportunity to always go away you've been using the whoop for some time now so i'm wondering my question to you is why would you keep using it and i'm guessing the answer is going to be software so tell me about that yeah you you were saying that the thing is when you compare the apple watch and i'm going to use apple watch as a reference because this the apple watch and the whoop are the only two frames of reference i have i, I feel First, that the, the, if you compare it with the Apple Watch, which is what most of the people have, you have the, this health area in the Apple Watch. It's a bit of a mess. I feel like whatever whoever the product manager is of that needs to actually sit back and, and actually figure out how to give actionable insight to people from the Apple Watch. If you compare that with the Whoop, um, the Whoop basically focuses on the strain, like how much stress, physiological, um, cardiovascular stress are you putting on your body. Then... How do you recover from that stress that you have put on and how is that recovery impacting you and how is that recovery allowing you to perform in the following day? And basically, the recovery, where does it come from? From sleep. So how can you use and maximize your time in bed to obtain a higher recovery on the following day? Mm-hmm. And basically, that cycle, you repeat it again and again and again, and it gives you insights on, on your performance, on how you're doing every day, on your stress levels and so on, so you can improve your performance day to day. And it's more like it's the, the, the feedback cycle is much faster, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. between the whoop giving you the feedback and you actually doing it that day and then you seeing the, the impact of your recovery the following day. Uh, I'll right, give you so an example. Yeah, I was going to say, give me an so example. To, for example, um, going to bed at similar times or uh, doing a specific habit, um, for example, drinking alcohol or commuting to work, which a lot of people do. Uh, when I started commuting to wor- work after a few days, they would realize that based on my on my on the days I committed to work about 45 minutes, they would realize that my recovery was 3% less every time I committed to work. 
So it gives right. you constant advice telling you, hey, if you want to commute, that's fine. Just make sure. Did that... it actually know you were commuting? Yes, because you, you tell it. So uh, another of the really interesting features that I think they have is that you can set, set up your diaries and the way it has been designed is insane. So I think the, the whoever the, the product designer was of, of that specific feature. All right, so hold on, hold on, press, press, press pause, press pause, press pause. So hold yeah. on, hold on. So the, so the Whoop is getting data in different ways, right? So it's first it's first getting information from its sensors and it's it's looking at strain, recovery, and what was the other one? And sleep. And sleep, okay, so fine. So it's, it's using the information to do that. But you layer on, so that's kind of like the output variable and you put you do the input variables manually almost and you tell it hey i did this workout and what other input inputs do you put in yeah the workouts it learns it from your habits okay um, but what is really interesting is this habit feature and and mm-hmm. you could call it a diary and you can mm-hmm. fill up this diary every morning when you wake up and this diary you can build it yourself so if they have a bunch of habits like a hundred and something habits that you can select and you say, okay, I do this, I do this, I do this, I do this. Um, and then you can select those habits. I have about 10 or 12. And then you can say if you did it or not the night before or the day before by only swiping left or right. And they have some really simple sliders that would allow you to select the time and how much you did it for and so on. But that's mm-hmm. extra detail. But you can just swipe So you have to do data entry right. or almost. Yeah, but it's really simple to do because of the way yeah. it was designed. And that was my point, right? If I gave you a form and you tell you, hey, answer all of these 12 questions, you would have never done it. But if I, mm-hmm. if you only have to do just swipe left or right, and because you do it every day, you already know the order of the questions. So you don't even have to read completely. You just swipe right, left or right. It takes you like right. 25 seconds. Okay, that's um, pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a yeah. really awesome feature. And the insight that it gives you is so interesting. What kind of um, questions does it ask you? It, you can that's that's what is interesting it's based on the habits that you want you are doing for example uh did you did you track your protein yesterday and how much um did you drink creatine did you drink alcohol did you uh, eat vegetarian yesterday mm-hmm. um stuff like that uh, oh, it's up to you to depending work? on what so say yeah. for example my based my goal lifestyle and habits is to like see say for example i've got a gut instinct that when i sticks to a vegetarian diet i sleep better right say for example mm-hmm. then i can set that up as one of the questions in whoop that it's going to ask me each morning or each day and then it's able to correlate that information with my sleep scores going down the line pretty much yeah your okay, recovery that's scores. really your yeah. recovery apologies um, yeah yeah your recovery scores and uh, that's that's one of them and you, you can go really everywhere it has like a hundred and something you can have uh, if you're on your period um if you are pregnant if you if you are on specific day of the month, like it tells you every, like you can do it for everything pretty much. If you are uh, in during Ramadan, if you are doing every, everything, everything. Okay, so that's really interesting. So going back to the three health indicators of strain, recovery, and sleep, right? Do yeah. you know what, so basically for me as a user, at any given moment, I know what my strain score is for that day, right? Which is how much I've kind of exerted or how kind of hard I've worked um physically is that correct or am i misinterpreting um yeah it's not necessarily physically it's cardiovascular so let me give you an example if you go to the gym and you do a lot Mm -hmm. of weights Mm -hmm. right your muscles are going to feel sore and you're Mm going to feel like oh wow my muscles are actually really tired yeah i never Um, feel that But actually your heart doesn't really work that much yeah but if you go on a run on a 5k run your Mm -hmm. strain is just going to go really really high 
mm-hmm. and your whoop is going to tell you. But if you do only weights, the whoop mm-hmm. is not really going to know or the cardiovascular strain is going to be really low. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. And yeah. okay. So that, that makes sense. But it's not a, like, is, is, is it, so I'm coming at this from the Apple, you know, the Apple watch world where I've got the, uh, my rings for stand exercise yeah. minutes and calories burned. Right. But is it on a day by day basis, my strain? So I'll have a strain score by the end of the day, a recovery score yeah. by the end of the day. Yeah, that, that, that's and, what I, f- I find really interesting is that the cycle starts again every day and you get really mm-hmm. feedback every day on how to how to improve your recovery on the following so they, they, day. They've basically had to like, this, this, like, it's really interesting, right? Because like coming at it from like a health, um, sorry, an Apple health um, point of view, which is their application, which is tied to their hardware product, the watch. You know, I get so much blooming information from this. Um, I'm, I've got it up right now. So I get yeah. my blood oxygen rate, my heart rate variability, my step length, my walking speed, my resting heart rate average, my walking heart rate average, um, something about my cardio fitness, number of workouts I've done, blah, 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 right? Even how much I'm mm-hmm. doing my hand washing. Wow. And sleep as well. Um, but it's too much information. Yeah. But what do you do with it? I think that's the exactly. problem with Apple Health. Yeah. So so basically these guys, that we, they've, they've decided to like, let's describe your health within three key numbers exactly yeah are they all out of 100 um, I, no that's that's that, it's really interesting because mm-hmm. your your sleep yes you get an efficiency sleep but you get also different metrics based on that but yes uh sleep is based on 100 your recovery is also based on 100 mm-hmm. but your strain is based on a scale from 0 to 21 and it's basically a logarithmic scale that goes from 0 okay. to 21 wow. so and and yeah, that was actually took me a while to get used to because you realize that getting from five to ten is easy, but getting mm-hmm. it's it's hard. Sorry, getting from five to ten is hard, but then when you when you are in fifteen, it's really easy to get to twenty one because there is already uh, residual stress in your body, and your mm-hmm. body is just like okay, whatever goes on top of that, whatever marginal strain you put on top of it's that, it's going to impact kill much me. higher. Yeah. yeah. Okay, understood. All right, so then hold on. So let me give you another example. Then, so I I I recently um flew back to the UK. It was a six and a half hour flight uh, mm-hmm. and I only slept for about four or five hours of it. So I came back to the UK, super tired, but then I went to go and meet um, some friends of mine and instead, instead of just sleeping like I should have done, we went on a four hour walk, right? So put on another 15,000 steps then. Then I went out, had a few drinks and a meal, came back quite late about midnight. Yeah. What, what, what would my week be telling me at that point? Wow. It will be telling you so many things. It will, your recovery that today, today, or whenever mm-hmm. you came back, I came back uh, last would have night. been in the twenties. Yeah, in the twenties. So your recovery would have been really, really low. And so as that's I telling you, you that you're tired. Yeah, that you're tired. Yeah, and you right. actually feel it. You wake up that morning after a month of using it. You wake up a morning, and then you can say, "Wow, my recovery today is going to be in the red zone." And in fact, you see the watch, and then you the app, and then it will it will be in the red zone. So, and then it will tell you that either one or two of the the, the five metrics, they call it the health metrics, which is, uh, I repeat, is the heart rate variability, resting heart rate, blood oxygen, uh, skin temperature, and uh, blood oxygen another one that I can't rate. remember. Yeah, blood oxygen. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is going to be out of range. And basically, mm-hmm. these all of these metrics are, are not comparable with other human beings. You just compare it to yourself in the it's past. It's relative. Yeah, it's relative. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it tells you, okay, you are out of range. Like something's going on in your body. Just make sure you take care of that. Um, okay. Really interesting story. Uh, about la- last week, um, I had COVID, right? And a week before that, 
I got three red recoveries. I slept a lot. I, I don't know why, but I got three three red recoveries during the week. I didn't know what was happening. Um, but I, I was doing I was doing well. I got three uh, three red recoveries, and in a couple of days, my 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 metrics were out of range. But it's really interesting because that only happens when I either drink alcohol or I don't sleep well or you go out to a party. Um, but I didn't do any of that. But somehow my body was fighting something. My resting heart rate was high. My heart rate variability was super low. And I didn't know that. A week and maybe a few days, uh, maybe now seven days, eight days later, I do a COVID test and I actually had COVID. So probably my body, even though I had no symptoms, my body was just fighting so Did you disease. feel worse at that time? No, I just felt really tired. And I was like, maybe I didn't sleep well. Okay, okay, interesting. And that was what my so, whoop was telling me. So, 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 so basically, to go back to my story, right? All right. So the reason why I wanted to tell you that story is because today I had a very unexpected 12-hour nap, right? So even though I slept like a solid nine hours last night, um, and it wasn't like, you know, I only had like, you know, one drink. So it wasn't like, oh, stagger in and, you know, pass out, yeah. right? Um, you know, so I had, a, I had slept nine hours. And I thought, God, I'll wake up. I feel blooming brilliant you know been flying travel back in back in london back at home is brilliant um and then at three o'clock um i started watching the f1 felt a bit tired i thought i just let me just watch this from bed two hour nap and i'm telling you luigi i was passed out i was like dead like seriously yeah. like and i had a i had a really intense dream as well so before that nap do you reckon that we've been dream yeah i'll tell you the dream so basically oh, by the way, I'm going to preface this by there is nothing more boring on earth than somebody telling you about their dream. Anytime yeah. someone tells me about their dream, my brain is just like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. Oh God, they're done thank talking. You. Thank God. So like, and, and yeah. I think, I think the reason why that is, is because there's, there's a quality about dreams that is difficult to convey with words. All right. Do you know what I mean? That was your dream in a very summarized way, because I honestly don't care about going. You don't care? No, I do. Why would you ask the question? Well, why you maybe the, the listeners will care. I mean, you say I had a dream. All right. <laughs> oh my god. I had a dream, right? Yeah. This is so messed up, right? So you know sleep paralysis. Yeah. You ever heard of that? Have you ever had mm. sleep paralysis? No. Really? No. Okay, so I've had it like maybe like three or four times that I can remember. Educate me. What is sleep paralysis? Maybe some people. It's, don't know. it's when you sleep and people have like the same dream. Though this isn't made up. Like this uh, is a real thing. Yeah. People have like a very similar dream where they they can't move, if that makes sense, and because their their muscles are literally locked up. So often it's accompanied by like uh, like a demon figure or whatever that's coming in, like stopping you from moving or whatever. That isn't what happens to me. I basically dreamt that I was sleeping, so they were one layer deep, right? Mm -hmm. And then in that dream, I couldn't move, and my all my muscles are locked and. I was really worried because my phone was on my bed because I fell asleep so unexpectedly. And I was really worried that the phone was going to drop onto the floor and smash. But it's really, this is it. Like, this is why talking about dreams is rubbish because I can't explain to you how weird it was because it was a dream within a dream. It was an inception dream. So that was pretty messed up. I thought that was my reality. I thought I was half awake and my phone was actually going to fall off the bed, but it never was. I didn't move. A really interesting feature that you can also do in Whoop. Back to Whoop, um, right? There we go. <laughs> no, really interesting feature. I mean, it's it related to dreams. That sometimes yeah. you can also journal your dreams. That's cool. So basically, they want to be that kind of like health platform, right? 
Yeah. Where you're popping in all yeah. the. Does it take in information about the calories uh, that you're consuming? Because I know sometimes uh, you track no, calories no, and that kind of stuff. I mean, you can you can put them in. It tells you how the calories that you burn, but it doesn't really tell you the calories that you consume. Can you, you have input, to put them um, in manually? Say you've got like smart scales or something like that. Can you input your um no. uh, your weight, body no, fat percentage? Nope. Doesn't care about interesting. Any of that. Interesting. 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 Yeah. Um, okay, that's really cool. Like, so I another me, thing, you know, go on, go on. I was gonna say you, talking about like um, the different frames of reference, right? For for yeah. for health tech, for you it's the Apple Watch and and uh, the Whoop. Another one that I've got is Strava, and a big part of mm-hmm. that is like the fact that you can follow your friends and judge them for how much they're running or how little they're running and, and that kind of thing, right? Um, yeah. Is there anything like that on Whoop? Are there any kind of like social features? Yeah, they have a few actually. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, they have this whole tab in the in the app, which is called Community. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, you can join different groups. Once you join different groups, you can compare yourself with other sorry, people. Sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Do they do they spell do they spell group G R O O P? No, because if they don't, they that would, should. That would have been hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, go on. They didn't. And they, they didn't. Um, yeah. Um, what was I saying? Okay, yeah, you can join different groups. And once you join different groups, you can compare yourself to other people. For example, you can lo- join the London group and you can see everyone in London who has a whoop uh, and join the group, of course. You can mm-hmm. see the weightlifters, you can see the runners, you can see uh, all of that. You can join a bunch of different groups. So you can mm-hmm. compare yourself with other people who are doing the same or similar activities to you. Um, but that's it. You can also create individual groups and I can add you as part of my group. And there is where we can have a chat. We can learn from each other. You can, I can collaborate, like not, not collaborate, but I can see your uh, strains, sleep and recovery scores every day. And then we can, you can have a laugh or you can say, oh, Ravi, are you struggling with your, with your sleep? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you went out last night or what? Stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But that's, that's kind of weird, but fair enough. Yeah. Very strange. But anyway, I, yeah. I do think that there is, I don't think they have cracked that yet. Because again, I, me comparing my strain with your strain, it makes no sense. Like we are, I feel that like it's, it's different. Like five kilometers for you might be different than five kilometers for me. Of course. Isn't, will, that the point, will... isn't that the point of this? Isn't that the point of the, um, the strain score though? It's like relative to, so say for example, I only run like one kilometer per day and you run two kilometers per day. And then, but then for me, that's kind of like, quite a big effort for you is quite a low effort and it's kind of measuring the 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 effort rather than the output if you know. yeah that's fair and 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 that's fine but like, what do i get from comparing my score with yours it's just like oh i put a lot of effort today on myself I and mean, that's fine yeah but, but it's I like golf isn't it it's like you've got handicaps and it's like you know it means that people who are different skill levels can play play together right isn't that the point of this if you look at it that way yes but there's not really value from having the Something that I would love to see is learn why someone who has, let's say, who's running, I don't know, 25K and is having a very low strength score, I would like to see what that person is doing. Like mm-hmm. how, how is that person doing performing so well and getting such a, a good recovery and a very, uh, very low strength score? What habits is that person doing? And how can I be more like that person? Like how can I use his behavior of, of his habits or her habits to improve my mm-hmm. um I think that's something that they're missing and they haven't cracked it yet. Uh, also, like collaborating with those people. You can only see them. You can't contact them or reach out or allow that person to put, like, I don't know, some advice in their profile. Um, I think there is there is a bit more to it. I don't know exactly what it is, but 
I don't really get valuable insight that will help me perform better from other people. And I think there is a lot of information that I could be sharing. It'd be cool if you could like match you, like here's, here's, here's a very um, unrelated kind of example, right? But in Gran Turismo, right? When you're like um, trying to set a, a good time on a track, you know, you're trying to bring your time down. You can find a replay of somebody who's just a little bit better than you. And you can basically put that replay on while you're driving so you can learn their lines yeah. learn when they break that kind of stuff it'd be cool if it could like match you with a user who's like a little bit better than you but kind of like has a similar profile to you so that way you can learn how they improve their performance yeah um, i love that idea exactly that's okay, kind of what they're missing right you can send that yeah. over to them nice oh, yeah be you, more man? like grand be more like grand yeah. turismo <laughs> yeah actually it's something i've been reflecting on recently is there's, there's so much like you can learn so much about something or you can have so much to offer to like a random discipline or like a, I don't know, like an industry or something like that with experience from other disciplines or industries. And even just by paying attention to the experiences that you have on a day-to-day basis as a user, like you can, you can really use that to inform a bunch of yeah. other stuff. Anyway, yeah, yeah. look. Um, I agree. Final I'm thing that I want to talk about. I was going to say I'm a bit whooped out. Go on, give me one last factoid. Yeah, final thing. Oh, awesome fact. When yeah. I drink alcohol, even if it's a little bit, on average, my recovery on the next day is 7% less. I'm surprised by the, like, the impact that alcohol has in your body, man. Do you know insane. what I was... You, you can't think of... You, you can't imagine it. No, I can. I can. I can. I can yeah. imagine it. I was in, yeah, I was in Dubai, which last is... Night, huh? Well, I was... No, I can't. Well, maybe. But I was in Dubai, and um, in Dubai, there isn't yeah. a big culture of, um, of drinking alcohol, right? Um, yeah. So, like, I only... I, I had... One time I had one cocktail, right? And I'm telling you, the next morning I felt like crap. And I was just like, oh my God, why do I feel like crap? I must be so tired. I'm, the only thing that's changed here is, yeah. is the alcohol intake. It's just like, yeah. I think it's just getting old. It's just getting old. It sucks. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going with the with the thing that I actually wanted to tell you. Um, so I ordered the Whoop. It arrives. Mm-hmm. I get it mm-hmm. home. I get it into mm-hmm. this, this uh, plastic-less or plastic-free packaging get the wristband put it on try to figure out to put it how to turn it on because it doesn't have any buttons uh that was quite tricky wait it doesn't have any, how um, did you do that go and tell me um basically i just I, you 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 read the instructions <laughs> okay but what, does, I mean, what do the instructions tell you to do you know you know i'm not a, i'm not i'm not a fan of reading instructions so yeah basically it tells you i think you just have to tap it a few times so the the thing starts blinking and then you pair it with your phone and then in your phone you do everything right and you okay. need to like aim. I don't know. Update anyway, sorry, the firmware and do a, another stuff. Anyway, that's not the story. The story is that once you put it on, you have to put it for four days, so it starts getting data from you. And after four four days is when you start actually getting the some valuable data about you. And after mm-hmm. the seven days is when you get your first report. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually, once you build the baseline in that those four days. After that is when you actually start getting value out of the, the device. So it's really interesting that the time to value from when you purchase to when you actually get the value um, is four days. And I, I don't know, I, to me, that blows my mind. Like you're, I don't know if it's actually, good or bad, but there are two things. Wait, wait, I'm, I'm, I was a bit desperate of like, okay, we actually want to make sure this happens. So when I got it, I was actually really happy. But when I, I was really frustrated at first because it took so long. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I don't know if the waiting also builds towards that moment of excitement afterwards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, one of th- one of the reasons why we recorded this episode when we did is because we had to wait twenty eight days 
right? Or 30 days. So you could get enough data to produce your first monthly report. Yeah. Right. And we discussed why this is scummy. (laughs) (laughs) Because the terms of the subscription are, you know, one month. So they're locking you in at least for one month and making sure you can't get rid of it for one month and have to do one renewal before you send it back. Yeah. Their core value proposition is this reports or one of the core value propositions. And basically you get a monthly report, which is an in-depth um, report of your performance, uh, what habits you have been and how that habit impacts your recovery, strain and mm-hmm. so on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you get a, I, I mean, I'm happy. I'm going to link my very first recovery in the blog post. So if you want to take a look at it, you can take a look at it. But it gives you a, a lot of information about your performance and and you can see you can interestingly you can see patterns on when you when you when your recovery is red when your recovery is yellow and you can see that towards the end of the week i start getting really tired and my recovery starts becoming yellow and usually if you go out on certain fridays or saturdays you will see that the next day your recovery is certainly red so it's really interesting how you see all of these patterns forming I've, in just the data I, I feel like the data the the um the, the value of Whoop here is the way that they use the data that you're generating. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of annoying me that you've got to wear, and it's kind of annoying me that I really like this approach, but in order to do that, you've got to wear another device, you've got to have something else to charge on your wrist. And you've already got something on, on there with the exact same sensor data that's on your wrist, i.e. your Apple Watch. And it just, it makes me frustrated. And I really hope that Apple or somebody makes an application such that, you know, it takes a similar approach. Let's distill all of this information into three yeah. scores and tell you how those three scores change on a day-by-day basis. Yeah, or That's allow it, the right? user to build that dashboard, right? Because I, I, yeah. all of us are different. All of us understand things different ways. All of us has different have different goals in our health and mm-hmm. fitness. So we should be able to adapt that and not put a framework into us. But yeah, anyway, um, what what I think, what is really interesting about Whoop is that they, they're carving a very niche. Like Whoop is not for everyone. Whoop is, is for those people those people who really care either are data nerds or are top athletes are navy seals that are training which is a re- there's a really interesting case study about how n- a group of navy seals train with the whoop in a cohort based cohort based uh, training but anyway mm-hmm. um that's their b2b sales so they're carving this very niche market in in, in the whole ecosystem even though Apple Watch has like a wider market, they have a very specific niche of people who actually care about their health. And I feel that if they keep expanding, you you're gonna you're, you're gonna build that future where people. I feel they're in the world of of we give you this data and we give you this information and we give you this actionable insight based on the data we're collecting and we trust mm-hmm. you, right? They're building that trust with the user, mm-hmm. and I feel as they keep evolving and they keep adding new things, they they bought this new company called Push, which is actually mm-hmm. gonna measure physiological strain so the, the the strain that you put in your muscles when you do calisthenics so they they're, they they keep expanding they're also start going to add a lot of like calorie trackers and stuff like that for mm-hmm. to measure glucose in the blood and all of that so once you keep doing all of that and you start actually giving more data more breath in the data but still be, being super specific and being super loyal and having that customer base that is super loyal and has that trust I think that's something really hard, and if, if they keep, if they manage to scale the trust, mm-hmm. um, I think they will they, they will be able to to yeah that was my to that smash was, the yeah. rest. I was going to say that about the their, their device, their device yeah. with with regards to um, data and and that kind of stuff. Like it's just very personal. 
Like, because yeah. what I mean, what what if it could tell you that you're pregnant, for example? Yeah. Before you're pregnant, and and all that kind of stuff, like it's quite. It's actually it has happened. Um, there are a few tweets if you look around. I'll try to make sure to find one and put it in the blog post actually. But people have been not diagnosed that they're pregnant, but that they tell them that hey, there's something going on in your body. You should check some things out, and it turns out that they were pregnant, and before they knew it. But yeah. Nice. Okay. It's the same all as right. the COVID example that I gave. Yeah, no, fair enough, yeah. fair enough. Um, okay, final question. You've been talking about this blooming blog post the whole show. What, what is it? Where is it? Where can I find it? And um, um, it's going to be in the link a, in the show notes. Just a little plug. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be in the, in the link in the show notes. Uh, I'm just trying to, whatever products I'm using, I'm trying to uh, add a, a very in-depth review. I'm trying to give my, my opinion and, and, and state the facts and then give my opinion. So mm-hmm. you can find it in the link in the show notes in my personal blog post. And um, yeah, if you want right, to follow, if you want to follow or they want to do more or listen to more about this podcast, Ravi, what can they do? I'm so glad you asked. They can subscribe to us on Patreon. Um, and By essentially... the way, big thank you to our patrons. Uh, we've got a few new patrons and I think, I, I think they deserve a big thank you. No, you're absolutely right. It's, um... they, they know who they are. That kind of contribution makes this possible and every every pound that we get from patreon we put back into the running of the show yeah. so i really appreciate that and uh, you can join them and become a, a legend just like them where can we follow you and you me can follow me on show? twitter luigi underscore dintrono you can follow ravi at ravi's occupied and you can follow the show at designed by us underscore fm in both instagram and twitter exactly and instagram awesome. is where you want to go instagram is the place um anyway that's it luigi right. awesome catch you next time Bye-bye.